Welcome to the FitMind Podcast. I'm your host, Kylie Joy, certified personal trainer, fitness nutrition specialist, and mindset junkie. In this podcast, I'll be bringing you episodes that will help you get out of your own head to start seeing the change you want in your fitness journey and in the rest of your life. Because when you shape your mind, you shape your life. Now, let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the podcast. On this episode, we're going to talk about why you need to break up with your scale and how it will benefit you. The scale can be a mental struggle for a lot of people, and it can look two different ways. If you're struggling with it, it can either look like avoidance or even obsessive weighing. So either you completely avoid it or you obsessively weigh yourself. If this is the case for you, or if you even dip into one of these slightly, then this episode is for you. Take a listen, and hopefully these tips will help you. The scale is either something you maybe avoid like the plague because you're afraid of the number you'll see, or you obsess over it, you weigh yourself religiously every day or even multiple times a day, stressing whenever you see it fluctuate in the slightest. These are the two main sides that I see most often with my clients, and they're also sides that I've been on personally. I've been on both ends of the spectrum, either completely avoiding the scale in fear of what number I was going to see and staring it down in the bathroom like it had personally offended me. And although I'm not stepping on it, the stress of what number it would show if I did would still weigh on me. Or I would go through stages where I'd weigh myself every single morning and evening and stressing about any little increase I would see. Thinking about everything I did all day long and how it would affect the number I would see on the scale. Not realizing that there are so many things besides fat cells that impact the scale. And not realizing that it fluctuating, going up or down, had very little to do most times with any fat gain or fat loss. So again, if this is something you struggle with, I'm going to go over things that can impact the scale, why it bothers us so much, why you shouldn't put so much emphasis on it, and also what happens when you break up with the scale and then at the end, some ways that you can help break up with it, okay? So first off, what are some things that can impact the scale? Like I said, a lot of times when we see our weight fluctuate, it has very little to do with fat gain or fat loss, especially in the day-to-day. So things that can impact are weighing at different times of the day, having more sodium than normal, which causes your body to hold on to a little bit more water, having more carbs than usually, you usually do, which again causes your body to hold on to a little more water. You need to poop. You had a more intense workout than normal, which also can help you or have your body retain a little more water. You drank a lot of liquid. You just ate a meal. You're using a different scale than you usually do. There can be fluctuations in different scales because they're not all 100% accurate. So just a little side note, stick to one scale preferably a digital scale, and only use that one because from scale to scale, it could be different. Then also fluctuations in hormones due to stress or where you are in your cycle. Again, a lot of it being due to water retention. And notice all of these things have nothing to do with fat. You're not going to gain a few pounds of fat in a few hours or even overnight, yet we still get in our heads about seeing that number go up. I don't know about you, but this is definitely happened to me where I would go to bed, I'd wake up the next day, I'd step on the scale thinking that I was going to be like lighter and I was up a couple pounds. 
probably because I had an intense workout or I had a little bit more carbs than normal. And it totally messes with my mindset because I feel like I gained fat, but that's not actually what happened. So why does the scale bother us so much? One, because we don't actually understand what that number means or what impacts it. Like I just went over, there are so many things that can impact the scale that have nothing to do with your fat. Also because we put too much of our worth on how much we weigh. We've been marketed to, especially as women, for years of having to lose weight, lose fat, be a certain size, be a certain weight, and it can really get in our heads that we have to always be losing weight when we really don't, nor should we be always focused on that. Another thing that it can bother us because is we have some crazy number in our head that we think we want to reach. I remember I had the number in for my body style and body type. It was not realistic. It was It's about 30 pounds lighter than I am right now. And I'll tell you that if I was 30 pounds lighter than I am right now, I would not be healthy. But I had this number stuck in my head for so long that this was what I had to reach. And it was not healthy. And it was a number that I was in like high school. But we get these numbers stuck in our head and we feel like we have to reach that again. And then also comparison. Comparing ourselves, like I just said, to our bodies that we had in the past or to other people. And when we compare ourselves to other people or who we were in the past, it doesn't make any sense. Because when you look at someone else, they are built completely differently than you. They have a different structure than you. They have different genetics than you. They are just built all around differently than you. So if you see someone walking around and they have your ideal body shape, stop comparing yourself to them. Focus on you and improving yourself and being a healthier version of you. I remember that I would always compare myself to women in the gym that were just that were just lean and just have a smaller structure because I've always been athletic and built a little bit, built like an athlete. My legs have always been thicker and I would always compare myself to the women in the gym that had these like smaller, leaner legs. But you can't do that. You can't compare yourself to anyone else. And then... Lastly, we think it'll make us happier with our bodies when we reach a certain size, when we reach a certain weight. So this isn't true because there's always going to be another goal. There's always going to be something else that you're going to want to strive for. And even if it does make you a little bit happier when you reach that certain weight, what happens between now and then? Did you just waste the whole journey hating every second of it just to have that one little glimpse of happiness with yourself? No, you have to start with that love and appreciation for yourself now and that happiness and working towards your goals based on appreciation. That's going to be what gets you there and helps you stay there and on that path rather than hating every second to it. Just have a little glimpse of happiness when you finally reach a goal until you just ultimately end up setting another one. Stressing over the number on the scale puts mental and physical stress on us. We put enough stress on ourselves with everything else we have going on in our lives, we don't need to add the stress of trying to hit a certain number of what we think our body should weigh. Next, I want to go over why you shouldn't put so much emphasis on it. Number one, it doesn't measure your actual health. Weight is one measurement out of so many, and it's pretty insignificant in that. Of course, there are high ranges and low ranges of what you should probably stick in depending on your body composition and weighing too little or too much can put a lot of extra stress on the body, but those are extreme ends of the spectrum. 
if you're really stressed and focusing on the scale, chances are you are worried about those last 5, 15, even 30 pounds, and you're not within those like extreme ends of the spectrum. So focus on the other areas of your health. This does not measure your actual health. There are so many other factors that go into it. So don't put so much pressure on yourself to weigh a certain amount. Number two is it is not a good measure of body composition. What isn't taken into consideration with your weight is what it's made up of, fat versus muscle. And my question for you is do you want to lose weight or do you want to lose fat? Chances are you probably want to lose fat, and if you're stressing about the scale when it's going up, then it's going to be a really long ride for you. And if your goal is to lose fat in tone, for example, which tone means build muscle, the scale may not change a lot or at all because you're gaining muscle while you're losing fat. That's normal, and your body can look completely different at the same weight, Five pounds of muscle looks very different on a body compared to five pounds of fat. And many people notice that when they achieve this, quote, toned look, the scale actually hasn't changed a lot. It's because while you may be losing a significant amount of fat and you're building muscle, that's going to make up for a lot of the scale weight. So it's going to kind of even out, which is why a number on the scale isn't a very good measure of progress. It's one extra tool in your tool belt to kind of pay attention to, but it's not going to give you the full story. For example, my weight now is about the same as it was a few years back when I lost all of my strength during Lyme disease and when I first got diagnosed, and my body is completely, completely different. I had no strength then. I lost a lot of my muscle. Uh, My body composition wasn't very great. I looked totally different than I do now, which I've built a lot of strength back up, and my weight is around the same yet my body looks completely different. And this has happened with a lot of my clients too. They notice that, okay, my weight hasn't changed that much, but I'm stronger. My body looks so different. And this is why weight isn't a great measure of body composition and why you shouldn't put so many so much emphasis on it. Number three, it messes with your body's cues. It stops you from actually listening to what your body needs and eating when you're hungry, stopping when you're full, etc., So let me play this scenario out for you, and this is just one of many that can happen. You step on the scale in the morning to see you're up a couple pounds. So instead of listening to your body's cues during the day, you cut out a couple snacks or a meal and eat less throughout the whole day. Not realizing that it's only up because you had a really hard workout the previous day and it's just water retention, and you actually need the fuel you're cutting out, which is why your body's telling you that you're hungry and you should eat, but you're ignoring it because you don't want to see those pounds go up on the scale. Then you end up rebounding in the next day or two because you're so hungry from restricting and you need those calories, and then you end up binging, and then the scale does go up a little bit, but you continue the cycle over and over and over again. I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but this has definitely happened to me where I let the scale get in my head and I stopped paying attention to my body's cues. So this is another reason why you shouldn't put so much emphasis on the scale. Next is, this is tip number one, two, three, four. It's just another tool. It's one of the many measurements and cues you can use to determine your progress. Weight alone tells you very little. It's just a number 
It's not out of the ordinary to be making lots of progress and not seeing the number on the scale move as quickly or in the way that you'd like for many reasons that I covered earlier. So just use it as another tool. Number five, it can really mess with your mood. You wake up, you're feeling good, energized, heck, you're even feeling leaner in a great freaking mood. Then you step on the scale and see the number has gone up. Instantly, your mood changes, you feel grumpy, frustrated, even puffy. You let a number on the scale on a square object that you step on determine how you feel for the rest of the day rather than how you actually feel. You woke up feeling great and then you saw this number and it completely changed your mood. If this has happened to you, you are not alone. This happens to a lot of us and this used to happen to me all the time. Pretty much every morning that I would wake up and be feeling good and step on the scale. So just another reason you shouldn't put so much emphasis on it. And then lastly, number six, you're more likely to use unhealthy weight loss methods. So when you're putting so much emphasis on the scale, you could really end up doing more harm than good by skipping meals, doing a drastic calorie deficit, or even developing eating disorders when you're so solely focused on your weight and having it go down and not the other clear signs of progress in overall health. This is probably one of the biggest reasons why you should not put so much emphasis on the scale is because it really can get you into unhealthy habits, especially if you already have this unhealthy relationship with your weight and the scale and either fall into the avoidance or weighing yourself too much. Next, I want to cover what happens when you break up with your scale. So what happens? You don't gain a bunch of weight. You're not going to go way off track. Uh, The world isn't going to end. What happens is actually you start to pay more attention to the progress that plays a larger role in your health and has more meaning to you than a number. There's usually a deeper meaning behind wanting to lose weight rather than just being a smaller size. Taking a focus off the scale helps you refocus on the real reason why you started and to actually see those wins while they're happening. Why do you want to lose weight? To have more energy, to feel better, to feel confident in your skin, to feel strong, less sluggish? Why did you start to begin with? Does a number really matter if you're feeling better and improving in all those areas? Does it? Probably not. When we're so focused on the number, we can be blind to all the other improvements we're making, which are the main reasons behind starting in the first place. Meaning you're more likely to want to stick with it um, when you take a look at all these other things that are happening. So when you actually start focusing on stuff other than weight, the journey becomes a lot more enjoyable. You want to stick with it rather than getting frustrated and falling off. You're going to want to stay the course and keep doing what you're doing because you're seeing progress in all these other areas. Instead, you start to notice all the other great changes like mood, energy, digestion, and all these other things that you wouldn't have noticed before. And that is so much more motivating than focusing on a number. Next is you take away so much extra stress and pressure you put on yourself when you just control the controllables, which are the things that will ultimately help you get to your aesthetic, your weight goal, your physical goal as well. So what do I mean by control the controllables? You can't control what the scale reads day to day or how quickly it moves. You can't control how quickly you lose inches or how quickly you see visible changes. However, you can control how consistent you are with your exercise and nutrition, how you treat yourself, you can decide to work on your mindset, what you choose to focus on, 
You can control your daily actions that will get you to your goals. Focus on those and the rest will come. Stop trying to control all the things that aren't in your hands. When you do focus on the things that you can control, it's going to feel so much better. You'll take pride in the actions you're taking and, and those other things that you're working towards, those other goals, that will come because you're taking the right actions and you're controlling the controllables. Next is you stay focused on long-term changes, which are the ones that matter most. Progress is not linear. There will be ups and downs, days and weeks that you lose weight and days and weeks that you gain or stay the same. When you're not so stressed about the scale and what it's reading at the moment and you're more focused on the actions you're taking that's going to get you to your long-term goal, you'll be a lot more likely to keep taking those actions that will get you there rather than getting frustrated and giving up because you're not seeing a number change as quick as you'd like. Changes in our body don't, they don't happen as fast as we want them to. And that's okay. But if you're so focused on what the scale is reading right now, it's going to be really, really hard to get to where you want to go months from now. So stay focused on the long term. And that's going to help you do that. Breaking up with the scale will help you do that. Lastly, how? How do we break up with the scale? If we are so focused on it, whether we're weighing ourselves a lot or not at all because we're completely avoiding it, how do we break that connection that we have with it? First off, Find other forms of progress to pay attention to. You can take measurements in progress photos that you can compare month to month. This is not something that I want you to compare day to day, but month to month is a great way to compare measurements in progress photos. You can pay attention to how your strength and endurance is increasing in your workouts and take note on how your clothes are fitting. These are all other forms of progress that you can pay attention to that all together will give you a much better idea of how you're actually progressing rather than just your weight. Okay, and one of the main things that I love focusing on with progress is your workouts. Are you improving with your strength? Is your endurance improving? How are you feeling within your exercises? That is a great, great form of progress. Number two is to choose another focus besides losing weight. There's nothing wrong with wanting to lose or even gain weight. If that's one of your goals, that's totally fine. But take your primary focus off of that and put it onto something else. How else is eating healthier and exercising benefiting you? Is your digestion better, skin clearer? Are you sleeping better? Do you have more energy throughout the day? Less brain fog? There are so many other forms of progress than just a number that can fluctuate depending on if you have to poop or not, or if you're retaining water. So put your focus on something else just besides just weight. Next is... Spend time on your mindset. This is not just about exercise and nutrition. Mindset plays a huge role in your journey. Our thoughts and our emotions in turn reflect our behaviors. That's why we act in the way that we do. And how we act on a daily basis, the behaviors and the actions that we take are what shape our reality. And if we don't work on our mindset, we don't work on our subconscious beliefs, our limiting beliefs, we end up getting back into these habits and these behaviors that we have been in, which have got us to where we are, which is where we don't want to be anymore. So spending time on your mindset is huge. Mindset is the glue that holds everything together. So spend time there. This is a big part of what I focus on in my Tone Body Fit Mind Academy, where we cover exercise and nutrition and the basics behind those. But also we really dive into mindset and how to dive into your subconscious beliefs and rewrite them, which are huge 
huge reasons why we act in the way that we do and we keep seeing the same things come up in our lives that we have for so long as well as habits and how to create a habit or change a habit and we cover so much but I will link information in the description box below but anyways spending time on your mindset is huge and then lastly zoom out take a look at the bigger picture it's literally a square object that you're stepping on that's controlling how you feel about yourself stop focusing on the day-to-day or even the week-to-week see what it's going to do for you long term focusing on your overall health see with the eyes of time knowing that when you're consistently putting in the right actions, the changes will come. They're going to come. But you can't expect them to show up in a week or even a few weeks. Look out months from now knowing that if you stay consistent with your nutrition, your mindset, and your exercise, you will look back months from now and be in a completely different place mentally and physically. So zoom out and see the bigger picture with not just the time frame, but also what does it really mean? What does a number really mean? It does not say anything about who you are as a person. It's just a number. So zoom out and think of it that way. The scale does not tell the whole story. It's just another tool. You don't have to completely break up with it if you don't want to. You can still use it as one of your forms of tracking. That's okay. But if it is impacting you like we covered, time to take a different approach with it. It's not the best indicator as results. Like I said, it's just another tool. It's fine to have a realistic goal that you want to achieve, but know that it does not determine your worth. Being a certain weight will not make you happy. Sure, it always feels good to hit a goal, but there will always be another one. So why the hell do we spend most of our lives waiting to be happy with ourselves based on a number? The journey is the whole point. So be happy now, appreciate yourself now, and plus sticking with your goals is gonna be a hell of a lot more enjoyable and a lot easier when you come from a place of appreciation. Thank you for listening to The Fit Mind. If you found this or any of the other episodes helpful, please take a minute to share this podcast with a friend or leave a five-star review. It only takes a minute and is a huge help for me and helps support the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening in. I'll catch you on the next episode.